We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. All right, guys, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Football's in full effect with many teams starting their stuff. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today. Use promo code ARMCHAIR. Take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in ten seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got Meyer. Touchdown! Touchdown! And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. What's good? We're back. A little uh, instant reaction for you guys. And, and fellas, I don't care. It was ugly. It was gross. It wasn't fun. But beating Kentucky never gets old. And uh, that's what happened. At the end of the year, we're going to look back and this is going to be a win. It's just a win. That's a good old-fashioned W. And I feel good about it. Uh, B-turn. A-B, how you fellas feeling right now? Well, and we've won four of five against them, so that's exciting too. Obviously, love beating Calipari, and I think we talked about just us in close late games. We haven't seen that yet, and I mean, we kind of folded a little bit, but they still seem they still seem poised and weren't turning the ball over. So it's exciting to win a close one early in the year. Yep. Ab, Ab, how how, how are you feeling after watching that? A win is a win is a win. As I always say, winning is greater than losing. So whatever way it comes, I guess, like you said, at the end of the year, we'll look back in resume building and shit, and it'll be a win against the top 15 team. And I can live with that better than the uh, the opposite, I guess. 
Absolutely. But all right, let's just get right to it. Um, Jalen Wilson is <laughs> the greatest player to ever walk this earth. I love him. I tweeted, I love him like he's my own child. I wanted to just kiss him today. He was amazing. Um, I mean, B-turn, in any scenario, did you see Jalen Wilson having this good of a start to the season? I mean, what do you have tonight? 20, 23 20, and 10. 10? Yep. And the funny thing is, I don't want to brag about myself, but last pod, we talked about how many people could lead us in scoring. And I was, my, the first question I asked was, couldn't you guys see Jalen having a 20 or 25 point night? And I think you both said, yeah, for sure. He'd get hot, hit some threes. And he literally did that this game against the top 20 team in the country. And he hit those two in a row. And, I think if you would have heard hit that third straight, I think I would have went streaking. So, Dude, I mean, it is crazy. I mean, yes, you said it. You're right. Like Jalen Wilson coming into the season, we just knew him as like a really elite shooter from high school. And he started this year like he's scoring by getting to the bucket, by getting offensive rebounds, by scoring at the rim. Like it was shocking. So to see him start making some jumpers was extremely exciting. And, yeah, I mean, A.B., do we have any shot of winning that game if Jalen Wilson doesn't play that well? No chance. I don't even know if we get to 50 points. It's crazy. Dude, See, just, what? He had, what, 21 in the second half? Yeah. I think that's what it was. That's what they were saying on the broadcast. So 21 of his 23 came in the last 20 minutes. Yeah, the, he had two in the first half. He was the only one to make a field goal until what? Was it – I don't – I might be wrong on this, but was it Ochai's three? Yeah, no, we only had two guys make shot in the second half. I mean, oh my God. which is disgusting. To think that about. is truly gross. <laughs> and we won. I mean, you guys want to hear some disgusting things. We shot 30% from the floor, 29.9. I rounded up. 30% Thanks, from the floor, 24% from three. But, Beecher, you said it. We only had 10 turnovers. So, I guess the thing is – our offense was awful, but we at least, I don't know, we held our composure. I mean, being able to get down the way we did, that first 10 minutes was the grossest basketball we've seen since the game where Bill Self talked about Topeka YMCA. Like, it was disgusting. Mm. For us to be able to, what, what was worse? Kentucky in the Champions Classic with, like, Cat and all them. Yeah, but that was, weird, yeah. that was due to them being one of the best teams ever. It wasn't, like, ECU wasn't the best team ever. No, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm kidding. Either I'm way, kidding. I mean, I'm just proud of us. I think this was a really good test <laughs> because to be able to bounce back like that, like there were moments where I was like, we're not going to score 40 and we're going to lose by 20 just because our offense is this bad. So I don't know. And, what else did you, what else did you really just love about tonight? Well, I kind of wanted to gloat about Jalen a little more too, just because he really doesn't have that many games under his belt. So wow. it's like, he had the ankle – he broke his ankle last year. And then, I mean, all three games he's been insanely solid. Like, tonight, I think we talked about him just being a shooter. He was aggressive getting to the rim, Euro steps, finishing, getting to the line. We didn't make free throws. But just him being aggressive has really surprised me because we all saw him as a shooter when he committed to KU. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm – he is like – I think I've probably said this on the pod before, but he really is like – 
in the year 2020, like one of the more perfect college basketball players you could have. Like, obviously, you'd love to have Luca Garza who can just back you down and score whenever he wants. But like Jalen Wilson, the fact that he can stretch the floor, the fact that he can get past the man and he's playing a four or maybe the five, he's going to be a matchup nightmare at times for people. So I don't know. I'm just shocked. I never saw any of this coming. And it's I'm so excited for it because we need it because there's we got some issues on offense, I think. But who knows? We, we're scoring 90 points a game before this game. So, I don't know. And, and we know uh, – I forgot what I was going to say. But we uh, – like, we haven't – Marcus and uh, Dave haven't even played good the last two games. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, – I guess we'll – And we still found ways to win. Like, we had other guys step up, guys that we didn't even know. Like we question if Jalen or Dewan would even crack the rotation all the time this year. And Dewan is in there the last – I mean, God, he played mostly the second half, most of the second half. He was in there in crunch time taking care of the ball, getting to the – he didn't – he had five assists, zero turnovers tonight. I mean, Dewan is almost to the point where he's like, you can't sit him. Like, he's getting to the point – and I don't – like, I'm normally a guy that really likes a guy that can score the ball. But, like, Dewan Harris is loved by every Kansas fan out there, and he doesn't even attempt to score the ball. Like, he is just – he does – he's the prototypical, like, guy that does things that don't stand out. Or I don't know what they say. But, like, it's just um, – what do you have tonight? Six assists. Yeah. Three steals. A block. That's more blocks than Dave has on the entire season. Ooh. Not gonna pile on Dave yet. My we'll get to him. And he went to the he went to the line late in a close game and just knocked down both when no one could hit free throws all night. Dude hadn't played a basketball game in a year until Friday, and yeah, be that clutch late was just huge. I love him. He's I mean he's a four year guy, isn't he? Assuming we don't get completely wrecked by the NCAA, like it's just. I don't yeah. want to get on a tangent about the future, but like it's crazy. He's <laughs> a dude that can stick around a while, and I love him. He is gonna be so freaking good defensively. His hands are so quick. It's crazy. And he was staying in front of everyone tonight. I thought they called. I don't know how many times he fouled, but they called a couple shooting fouls on him that were questionable when he just stayed in front of his guy. And he like he literally like jumped on top of a big and stole it from him, and we ended up getting a layup. Dude, he made Devin Askew's final five minutes of that game an absolute nightmare. Like, yeah, Oach had the big shot, the big late three and the big dunk, but like the the three or the steal by DeWan led to the dunk. Like that was probably yeah. the biggest of the game. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's I'm shocked. I never saw this being the start of the season where we're like on an instant reaction pod talking about <laughs> Jalen Wilson being the two most important players on the floor. It's crazy. And it's After exciting. a win against Kentucky. Like you said, Dave McCormick has not showed up yet. Marcus Garrett was dying on the floor. Uh, Christian Brown was 2 of 10 from the field. Ochai was 5 of 17. Like, we played awful, and we desperately needed these dudes to play the way they did. And it was huge. Um, I think Dave was, Dave was one of nine tonight, and Marcus – didn't really score and turned it over a lot and obviously was sick. And we talked about those two, obviously being our most, our two most important players and they just beat a top 20 team without them really doing much. Yeah, seriously. I mean, uh, I mean, shout out to Marcus for playing, but you can just tell he wasn't himself. Um, so yeah. he's fine. Eight and five, but yeah, one steal, three turnovers, turnovers, not great, but AB, uh, 
Who do you think led us in rebound tonight, and how many rebounds did they have? You got a prediction? I just saw it in the box score, and I was kind of like shocked at the number. Was it not Jalen at 10? No, that's what I expected. Wow. You know, B turn? CB with 13. Jeez. Boards. So and oh, how many boards did he have in the first games? What's the average now? Gonzaga, so he had 10 know. last game, or nine last game, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, he's averaging like right now, if you just look at him from a statistical standpoint, he's averaging like what? 15 and 11 a game like that's hilarious so i'll take it just so many things about this season so far that like i still think there's a ton of question marks moving forward but it is massive to me that we're having these guys that we didn't expect step up already step up because you know marcus is going to figure it out but okay are we done being positive do we want to talk about david do we have anything else we want to talk about before we get to dave well i just wanted to talk about we're up two, and uh, Ochai goes and misses both free throws, and then CB gets the board. Like, that's just a massive rebound. Yes, huge. And we out-rebounded them. And when you think about how much we played five guards, like, that just shows how hard we were playing. Like, Jalen Wilson goes after the ball so hard. CB does the same thing. Like, I was shocked to see that we had 40 rebounds. They had 37. So I thought we had 50. Did we? Well, Yeah, it was like – because I thought we were in the upper 30s with a lot of time left. Well, there were uh, so many missed shots. The athletic.com's box score is showing me we had 40. Sure. <laughs> but I don't um, know. It doesn't matter. We still out Either way, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how many. But yeah, I was just like, I, I would guess Dave had what, three or four around there? And you out rebounded team that all they talked about in the broadcast was how long and lanky. Kentucky wasn't how much length they have and we out we out rebounded them with with our only big man having like three boards yeah I will say freaking Isaiah Jackson having eight blocks was just so <laughs> I thought he was gonna go triple double we talked about that with Marcus a few times last year I thought he was actually gonna get it he's got he had seven eleven and eight thank god for <laughs> the ball we made 20 field goals in one I mean, I didn't – it didn't really occur to me until, like, the final five minutes because I remember – I was, can't remember who I was texting, but I was like, how is this a one-point game? Like, Kentucky has been so bad. But they were so bad, you didn't even realize how bad we were playing at the time. So, yeah, I mean, it's a crazy win. Like I said at the beginning of the show, it's ugly, it's gross, but you take it. And I think, like – I think it kind of worked out perfectly. We got to go late to the game – we got to go late in the game, kind of figure out who we want shooting free throws. I tweeted before it happened – when before that play, before the ball went to Ochai, AB, who did you want shooting the free throws? And I was wondering that I had no clue. I was terrified because well, when <laughs> when they changed it from a two to a three, that little floater ball that oh, he hit, that I just I was certain it was going to overtime because we were going to go one for two. Floater yeah. ball, <laughs> <laughs> scruffy. Um, yeah, the thing with Ochai, it looked like they were trying to feed him to get him to the line, and I kind of thought about how. Uh, when Jalen Suggs got that technical on one of the first few possessions in the Gonzaga game that they set Oates to the line for the technical free throws. So, yeah. Speaking of technicals, <laughs> that one they called on CB. Well, yeah, both of them for sure. I mean, the one on CB just drove me nuts. Why does that matter? That's yeah. the ref literally wanting it to be about them, it feels like. I know. There's no fans in the building. The game hadn't been <laughs> hostile at all. But I 
get it maybe if CB and that dude have just gotten a little shoving match down before and then he comes around and calls him. I'm pretty sure he called him the B word, right? Is that what he did? Someone tweeted me that. Yeah, so the B word. I can kind of see that because we know college basketball refs. We know how they are. They're all they always call that garbage. The one that blew my mind was freaking. According to Scott Chase and Bill Self said, you've got to be kidding me after that Marcus like steal and got teed up. So it was an absolute ref show. The guys were clowns. Doug Sermons was on the staff, so you know that he, uh, he's such a pussy. <laughs> he had to get his his uh, shine. I'm- I'm pretty positive Bill probably snuck in an F-bomb there in between the kid. Are you fucking kidding me? I like you hadn't heard it before. That's true. Yeah. Fans, you can probably hear so much more. Like, you probably can't get away with yelling as much as you want. But those were brutal. But it's fine. Um, I want to say one thing before the negative thing is um, Ochai didn't really shy away like he would in the past few seasons. He hit that big three late, and he was still looking to – create shots um, for himself like in past like his freshman and sophomore year I feel like he would have shied away and just sat in the corner not really been a part of the offense but he stayed aggressive which is exciting yeah I mean the thing I love the most about that Otai shot is I think he missed I think AB you said this you might have been kidding but did he start three I thought two of two for sure because I know he had a three early so then so up and I jinxed him I I I didn't say it like on Twitter or anything, but I told my roommates it looks like Ochai is just the wettest player alive. He hit two in a row early for sure, and then I looked at the score. He was two of 13 or three of 13, whatever he was. Yeah, so going into that shot, he had missed like 10, 11 straight shots. So that is a ballsy shot to come off and make that shot. So shout out to – we need a guy like that. We've talked about all year like we don't know who's going to be the scorer late, and I'm not necessarily – I don't think I want Ochai getting the ball and trying to go get a bucket, but if you can run something for him that gets him a shot, I'm comfortable with that. But, man, I don't – back to the free throw thing, like I honestly was kind of like get the ball to Jalen Wilson, which, again, is just crazy. But he was the dude playing the best, and that's who I wanted to have the ball. But it is nice to know. I trust CB, even though he's been a little sketchy at the line. I trust CB. I but, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, all right. Yeah, because Oach, Oach missed those two. CB gets the board, gets fouled, and then misses the first one. And you're like, Jesus. It's weird. Like – it's like this is like a classic dad joke or something my dad would say watching the game, but he's like, like CB should just shoot threes instead of shooting free throws. Like he literally, oh boy, <laughs> literally better from the three point line than he does freaking uh, for the light Howard. All right, quick break here. Jingle belt, jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen, <laughs> it's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking Manscaped Perfect Package. 3.0, the lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free and smelling nice down there. Don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Uh, The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the crop preserver and anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for their crop reviver. This product, along with the crop reserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. Uh, These products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. 
All right, so get 20% off plus free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. Your balls will thank you. All right, and then one more time, I want to talk about bet online. We talked about it. Football's in full effect. You might not be at a game, but you can still be in on the action. A lot of good college basketball. It's a great college basketball gambling week, a lot of big games. So head over to Bet Online today. Use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sport book experts. But no, I'm kidding. Speaking of the position that Dwight Howard plays, right? How you feel about your foot? You thinking your left or your right? Do you want like hedge clippers or do you want a saw to it? Or what are you thinking? All right. Like Shrew McGavin. For the <laughs> my left arm a little say? bit longer than my right. Uh, for any of you that are new or maybe didn't listen to the basketball preview episode, I roasted CBS Sports for not having Dave as a top 100 player. I even went as far as to say I will cut my foot off if he doesn't finish as a top 100 player. And I'm not even sure he's a top 100 player in the Big 12. I don't even know. Is there 100 <laughs> players in the Big 12? I mean, there's got to be. I mean, it's three straight games that people have said he's unplayable. Not just bad. Literally can't touch the floor. Unplayable. And he's not in the game. If we had any, I mean, we, we love Mitch. He's our guy. If we had someone else that could like legitimately play center consistently for a 10 minute stretch, how like or Dave just wouldn't play at all. He's, he's literally the only time he's on the court is when we just need a big body in there. And he picked up another foul in the first 30 seconds, which continues to cash on a frequent basis. Mm-hmm. I I mean, he sets eight moving screens a half. The, the, spazziness the, was, the spazziness was like funny. And I don't know, it was fun to make fun of because we had Udoka and it didn't matter. But now it's like terrifying. The dude is out of control. It doesn't matter what he's doing. He could just be grabbing a loose ball. How many balls is he going to swat out of bounds? He doesn't even try to grab it. He just swats it out of bounds. It's he's crazy. trying to tip. He's trying to tip rebounds to other guys. He's trying to tip. He's seven foot. Yeah, I mean, my foot is in serious jeopardy because dude, his hands are terrible. He's. I don't. I feel so bad for him too because the longer it goes on, where he, I mean, one of nine, and he took maybe one. By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use, and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free, and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional one, two shots out of the paint. Like, it's not like he was shooting threes. He was one of nine yeah, from it's, inside the paint. It's one thing for Oach to miss, like, ten shots in a row because they're probably all coming th- from the perimeter. But, I mean, you're one of nine as a center. Ew, come on, man. I mean, has there been one span in the three games where either of you have been like, okay, Dave's going to be fine. Like, here he comes. There's uh, nothing. 
No. I mean, St. Joe, I feel like he got us on a little stretch where he scored back-to-back buckets, and I was like, here he is. But it was quickly gone after he – I don't know what he did, but it wasn't great. But, like – and I was shocked. Like, I remember at halftime I threw up a Twitter poll that was like, will they – or will Bill start five guards? And most people – I think it was kind of like split. But, like, Bill not only did not start five guards, he threw Dave back out there and we force-fed him for six straight minutes. Like, it was crazy. And I get that Bill is like, look, we can lose this game. We, I think Bill knows – I don't know. I guess I'll throw that question out to you guys. Does Dave have to be good for us to be good, or can we just be some unique team that plays five guards and maybe that's just what we do? I don't think we can necessarily commit to that, but maybe we no. have. He's going to have to be better than he has been. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't, I think we're past the point. I am at least. I don't know if you guys are because I know last episode on Sunday or whenever you were saying that you still think he's going to lead us in scoring. Um, but like, I'm past the point we're thinking he's going to be a top two or three option for us, but just be something. Just don't be like a spaz. Just go out and get seven or eight rebounds, go out and make a couple layups and just give us minutes while we can't play five guards. Because against West Virginia, there's no chance we can play five guards against those bigs. Shibway and whoever else they got, like he's just gonna have to do something, anything. Oh my gosh, I'm I begging. I haven't even thought about West Virginia and like Texas. I mean, we saw Kentucky's link tonight. It gave us yeah. problems, and luckily they're all freshmen and they all stink. Texas is good, and they are long, they are athletic, and so just thinking about that matchup is terrifying. But I don't know, B turn. Do you think five guards could work, or is it just does Dave just have to figure it out? I mean, at one point tonight, I said the same thing as AB that he just needs to be decent. At this point, I mean, how can we expect a shit ton out of him? His footwork's terrible. He can't finish. It takes forever to go up. And when he does, he gets his shot blocked. On the other end, he gives up wide open layups or fouls. Or when he has a rebound, it deflects off his hands and goes out. Yeah. Like, he is so clumsy, dude. It is crazy how many balls go off his hands out of bounds. It is crazy. I still think he's going to be okay. I really do. I really do, too. But I want to throw something out there that's interesting. Dave is definitely good at making free throws. He was five of six. So I'm looking at the box score. <laughs> looking at the box score. Dave's box score, seven points, five rebounds, two turnovers, one of nine, five of six from the line. Marcus Garrett's box score, who I know wasn't 100%, but nobody's really talking about him being, like, awful. Eight points, five rebounds, three turnovers, four of 11. So right, I know where you, I know where you're going with this. Had one more point. Had one more. Time. Ryan, I mean, we just... we watched the game. Let's not be box score readers. We watched the game. Like, come on. There's a there's a reason why we're going after Dave and not Marcus right now. A because Marcus has shown both last year and this year that he can be a stud, and there was a reason he was bad tonight. Dave's just being Dave. I just that's what I'm saying. There's never been a flash from Dave. There's been he one just good wants game. to have two feet. Oh, How far do you think your drive's going to go on T1 when your foot isn't there next spring? I don't know. But, yeah, B-Turn, you're right. He hasn't even had that spurt of, like, three minutes where you were like, okay, there's what Dave can be. That's what he could be. Like, it just hasn't happened. He hasn't even had – he hasn't even put together three good minutes of basketball. And that's what's terrifying because <sighs> – He's been around. He's not a freshman. He played minutes last year. He played He's a junior. Yeah. Like it's, it is reaching that like Carlton Bragg level of concern where it's like, uh oh. Now, granted, Carlton Bragg couldn't stay out of trouble. Dave's a great human. That's why I feel bad. He's the nicest guy. But, whoo. 
I mean, legitimately, when is the last time we had a guy with this big of expectations stink this early, this fast? Because Grimes was great at this point. So I don't even know who this <laughs> great. I just wish he was coordinated, dude. Like, because if he could just give us get us boards and get us extra possessions, that'd be great. But he's not he's not doing anything on either end to help us. Like, he can't be in the game late or we're screwed because they're trying to run the offense through him. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Um, I got I got a question for you guys, Ryan. I brought it up before Braden got on, but how do you guys feel about? Uh, I'll say it both, but I really want one answer: Tyon and Tristan. They're just, I mean, Tristan for sure, because he just didn't play at all. But Tyon, like we heard before the season, Bill was saying, like, he can go on stretches that we haven't seen here before, this and that. There was all the hype. This dude can't even get on the floor. And, like, the guys that are playing well that we didn't expect to, Jalen and Dewan, like, they're just going to take his minutes. You can't sit them. You can't sit CB. You can't sit Oach. You can't sit Marcus. Or when are they going to play significant minutes or be a significant, like, contributor? If you if you asked me before the year, I would have said Dave, Marcus, and Tyon would be our three leading scorers. And those three haven't done shit yet, really. Yeah, no. I mean, AB, which I guess could be a good thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're finding ways. I know we beat St. Joe's, but I uh, I still I'm Tyon. I'm, well, Tristan, I think before the season, we all agreed it's, it was either going to be Tristan or Jalen. One of those two was going to be the guy that stepped up and earned a minute, and we definitely know who that is. Uh, Ion, though, like, man, if Dewan Harris is going to be this good, like, where is Tyon? I mean, I guess you look at us, we can't, we're not scoring the ball that well. We didn't score the ball that well. So this was the type of game where I thought, hey, maybe you do bring in Tyon, try and get an offensive spark, but – I just think he is so far away from like being there from like a like an effort standpoint, a defensive standpoint. Like I just don't think Bill trusts him at all. So I don't know, AB. I don't. I think I think it's gonna be a while before we see Tyon make it. I don't know. We play Washburn on Thursday. Maybe we can get some freaking confidence there. Maybe Dave needs to score forty points against Washburn. I'll tell you that. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> crazy because Tyon. I just don't see whose minutes. Right now, like Bryce Thompson couldn't even get minutes tonight because Dewan was so good. If Bryce didn't get minutes, Dion's not getting right. Yeah, it's wild. That's what's crazy is we're we'll, those some of those guys that we mentioned that aren't playing well are gonna be fine by the end of the year. And yeah. we already got guys that we weren't even confident in playing well, so that just has me excited for this team right there. Do we uh do we have any concern that Dewan can't sustain just being this freaking perfect? He doesn't make mistakes ever. <laughs> he's just ready. He's a gamer, but it's like, dude. A lot of the stuff he's been good at though, it's just like on an effort basis and on like a smart basketball IQ basis. So it's not like it's he's just hot from three or something, and it's that's obviously not sustainable from anyone if you make seven of eight or something. But <laughs> I mean, why couldn't, why can't he continue if he's just showing up playing defense? Like, that's the stuff that sticks around regardless of where or when you play. Yeah. And he took, I think he took one shot tonight. It was that floater, and it really didn't piss me off at all because, I mean, it's a five footer and he played so well already that, yeah, it didn't matter. Remember how frustrating Frank Mason was? Probably, honestly, till maybe his junior year. His senior year for me. Like, yeah. Devontae, Devontae Graham wasn't even getting this type of minutes as a freshman. Like, Devontae 
played a little bit late, but like he was not early on. Like, actually, I don't know. Devontae had some good games. Early. I think Devontae's like debut was great, but I don't know. I just feel like Dewan Harris is like miles ahead of where I thought he would be, and I thought he'd be really good. I compared him to freaking Aaron Miles, but like I just I don't know. I just didn't see a scenario where he'd be relied upon this much. And it's crazy because now I, I don't feel good if he's not on the floor. So I don't know. I hope he can sustain it. It's a lot to ask. I'm a freshman that redshirted last year, but he's awesome. Well, dude, Bill gave him no chance or no choice, but to keep him in the game late. Yeah. Like he couldn't pull him because he wouldn't make any mistakes. And he's, he was that good defensively took care of the ball had a couple assists, was getting people open looks, had steals like you talked about that led to breakaway dunks. So, like, you couldn't take him out of the game there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild to think, like, if we can just keep that type of play from DeWan, again, we don't need him to score. If Jalen can average 12 and 7, I don't even know. You're not going to get 23 from Jalen every night. But, like, we haven't even really seen Bryce Thompson break out. We haven't seen – I guess Marcus against Gonzaga put up big numbers, but I don't think anyone was, like, blown away by Marcus's play. Marcus hasn't really been himself yet. I don't know. I guess we've seen CB and Ochai, but it just feels like there's still a lot to be desired with certain guys. We know Dave. So, I uh, – tonight was gross, but I'm still excited about what this team could become. And the five-guard lineup stuff is just wild, and I can't wait to see it all play out. But – do you think we start any games with that? Like Washburn, Washburn's like a practice. I don't think we're going to try anything crazy, but like the Creighton game, do you think we'll go crazy? It, it might take longer. We, we've seen Bill take years to pull people from a starting lineup. Um, like it took him, it took a month last year with the two bigs. Quinn started, started every single game. Yeah. So it's like, but like, do you, do you think we get to a point mid-conference play where we actually go with five yards, assuming things keep going the way they are, where it's clearly the best five out there? Uh, I just feel like he – He'll probably just, like you said about last year, just keep those starters, like to start yeah. the game and then late, like late in the game to finish the game, maybe finish with five guards. But I feel like he'll keep starting Dave because, I mean, every team's probably going to have a start a guy that's 6'10 or bigger, you would think. Yeah, I, I can't see us starting five guards, but who knows, man. I, there, is, there is a positive with it, though. Like, we, it's, is it all three games Dave got a foul in the first minute? Yeah, like if we can get to the first TV timeout and then just bring it, assuming Dave can turn something on where he is productive, even if it's not what we thought it could be before the year, like just having that weapon come in five minutes into the game with no fouls, finish the rest of the first half and go from there. I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideas. Well, maybe we just start cheering for Dave to foul so he can't play. (laughs) Get two fouls in the first three minutes and then we're, yeah. I want to be, I want to be positive about Dave real quick. The dude doesn't miss free throws. So, like, if he can just get to the point where he's getting fouled, if he go at the basket and try and score at the rim instead of shooting fadeaway hook shots, if he can do that, he can put up numbers. I'm telling you, everyone – I got these dudes in my Twitter mentions that are just like, I can't believe you still believe in Dave. And I'm like, it's still three games in. We still are in the middle of the pandemic, the weirdest offseason ever, the weirdest start to a season ever. I'm just just saying. There's – Dave can still be good, but I want to throw this out to you. How many shots is he putting up against Washburn? All of them. 96. I mean, um, all of them. KU fans overreact so much. We do. no, we're doing it right like, now. We all do can it. You, yeah. I would go – like I would pay to go back to like 
let's say when Kentucky killed us in Indiana, when we lost by 90, uh, imagine what the people were saying about like Kelly Oubre, who ended yeah. up being a lottery pick and was just fine. Yeah, I know. Granted, that team did go on. People hated the, people hated the Morris Twins. Like, I know so many KU fans that just absolutely hated those dudes their first – at least their first year, maybe second year. Yep. Lottery yeah. picks. I'm not saying Dave will be, but – Like I said, that's what I've said all year about Dave, about the top 100 list and everything. Like, it, it just – this is how the process <laughs> works. But <laughs> the, the, difference, the difference between the guys you just brought up, though – is those are first-year guys, maybe second in some cases. Dave's been around for – this is third year. Like, he's been playing since he was a freshman. I know he hadn't been playing the minutes that we wanted him to play this year because Doak was there. But, Ryan, you tweeted that clip either yesterday or today, the one of him pulling up at Rupp. That was his freshman year, and he was playing major minutes against Kentucky at Rupp. Like, he's been doing it for a while. Like, you just I, – you expect more out of the juniors. Like, we've talked about Wayne before. He turned this – he flipped the switch. Like, and I'm not saying he can't do it or he won't do it or to some degree, like we've talked, if he can give us eight points, ten points. But, man, he just looks lost. He has yeah. not got less clumsy. It's insane. He's it, got like, more. I don't know. We don't have to rant about Dave for an hour, but, yeah. I tried to end us on a positive about his free throws. It's really good. <laughs> it's like the kid in, like, your, when you were little that, was the worst player on the team, but his grandma would be really excited about his free throw shooting and just loved him for how good he was. That's where I'm at with Dave. Like, I mean, this this might sound crazy because of how good they are, but if he just would have played decent against Gonzaga. We might have won that fucking game. Yeah. Because he gave up so many layups. I know. Yeah. It, whatever. I want everyone to go around and say they love Jalen Wilson and we can wrap this show up unless you have anything else to say. I love Dewan Harris and Big Dave or Little Dave's gonna have some. He's gonna have some huge non-con games. Give him some confidence, leading into the conference play. Ab, what's your one? What's your most positive thing you saw from the game tonight? Uh, I mean, I guess CB continuing to rebound. If we're gonna go five guards, we need those guys to keep getting rebounds. So Jalen and CB getting twenty-three boards combined makes me feel much better about playing five guards. We don't need to have a big. Even against yeah. big teams. So. I don't want to complain much after a dub. So, I mean, out rebounding them with a bunch of guards against I, a bunch of freaking seven footers is impressive. What's up, AB? What's your question? Good defense or Kentucky just being awful? Like, do we have more confidence about the defense now than we did after this weekend? I mean, I think this is like what I expected our games to look like last week. Like I expected our offense to be the thing we were like questioning big time. And I expected our defense to keep us in a bunch of things. So last week was weird. I, so I think our defense is going to be fine. I think it's going to be good. I especially think the five guard, I mean, Jalen Wilson at the five, he wasn't really a liability. Granted, Sar was in foul trouble. Well, we haven't really talked about that, but we don't need to. I mean, so I don't know. I think our defense is going to be good. Um, like I've said, Marcus Garrett, Ochai, CB, Dave, all those dudes. No, I know Dave's from that. But all those dudes yeah. played for the best defense in the country last year, and we're adding Dewan Harris to it. Like, I don't know. I just – I refuse to believe a team led by Marcus Garrett is going to be a bad defensive team. There's just no way. Yeah, late in games, they're going to lock dudes up just with those two guards, Marcus and Dewan. Ochai's solid defensively, and freaking Jalen's been just fine defensively. Yep. Oh, yeah. Jalen's good. Especially the way he's rebounding. 
He plays so hard. I just mm. dude gets to the rim a lot. Yeah. Yep. All right. We got, Wash- we got Washburn on Thursday. <laughs> got the lines. <laughs> no, Ken Palm doesn't even have one. I- I'll tweet out the alert on Thursday morning. I can't wait. Wait, it's a real game. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it won. You want to hear something fun, boys? We play Thursday, Saturday, and then Tuesday against Creighton. That's yes, sir. Basketball coming up. Uh, <laughs> sure is. And then we play oh my God. next Friday. So, like, if Dave still stinks by the time we play Nebraska Omaha, I promise I will just start looking for a fake foot. I promise. Because yeah, we should have talked about how long of a leash he has. Like, how long are we going to give him to finally admit, like, maybe he's not good? Or that's up to you guys. I've been there I... since preseason. All I know is I have Ichabod's minus one next game. <laughs> Oh, uh, those feisty Ichabods, but we can't get out of here without a, a Ken Palm reference. Can I can I have you guys guess who the number four team in Ken Palm is right now? Just hopped us today. They're in our Texas. conference. Oh. Yes. Dude. Texas is the top I'm, five team. I'm excited for Texas, North Carolina tomorrow because yeah. Texas is good. Yeah. And then we have uh who else? Pretty Pretty big Illinois game. and Gonzaga or Illinois, Illinois Baylor. Gonzaga and then no. no, it's West Westfall Baylor, Westfall Gonzaga, Illinois Baylor. Yeah, not- and an NFL game in the after. We had a good sports day tomorrow, boys. I if I don't bet on both of those games, you guys better pray for me because <laughs> something will be wrong. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. We said we want to keep it stored. I don't even know what we're at. I feel like- <laughs> All right, boys, wins a win. Winning is fun. Jalen Wilson is great. I love him. Juan Harris, I love him too. Uh, see you
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.